Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Factor presented by the Barstool News Network it is Tuesday, June 9th. That's right. It's 6 9. Have yourself oh. a fucking day. Uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got mm. all kinds of crazy shit in the news today. Uh, finally, some some legislation uh, in the wake of uh, George Floyd's murder. Um, we got coronavirus updates, Space Force. Think about all that were conceived today in history. Hmm. Well, you mean like from a prior six nine? Because the ones that are going to be conceived from today are not conceived. Like you're saying, they're not conceived. I'm yet. saying, uh, yeah, that's I'm the future. June that's like 9th. later today. June ninth in history. Yes, yes, a lot of June ninths. Yeah. Well, where of, would that yeah. land you? Where would that land you? Nine, like nine, months away. nine and a half months, really, though, right? Isn't it from conception? It's like nine months and a couple of weeks. Um, uh, yeah, it depends uh, on how. So how six, 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 March. six would be December. Your March, your March next year, March, yeah. March twenty-one, late March. Yeah, hey, hey, all you March babies, your mom, your dad, Jenny's face could have happened on could have happened on six nine. All right, we also mm-hmm. got I'm Prince a March Andrew baby, and uh, oh Wes, gross nice. Wes, that's nice. <laughs> uh, that is. We also got Prince Andrew update, which is crazy, and then China, so much more. But let's get it kicked off, fellas, with the Justice and Policing Act. So. Uh, this Justice and Policing Act uh, was brought to you by the makers of Nancy Pelosi's Kenty cloth uh, that she wore and every other member of the Democratic Party wore when they announced this thing and had quite a quite a spectacle. I mean, it's good news. The House Democrats in the Black Caucus have introduced the Justice and Policing Act of 2020 in response to the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and so many others before them. But like I'm saying, I mean, did you guys see the Kenty cloths and the and the and the spectacle that was going on during the announcement? Well, hold not. on. The spectacle Can you describe was it? they took a knee for eight minutes and thirty nine seconds, which is I thought yeah. was legit. And they, Pelosi they, couldn't they, get up. They, she couldn't stand up from it. It was interesting. Also interesting. Take a knee. Um, uh, considering everything weird. We've we've talked. We've covered that. Other people right. have done that as a it's a strange tribute. Uh, it is weird. This, in this instance, it's a very strange tribute, uh, considering the reason that the protests are going on. Uh, anyhow, the Dems, uh, yeah, they did that, and then they all wore matching cloths. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I tweeted about it. I called it a scarf on accident. I guess people now probably think I'm a racist. Uh, apparently, it's a Kenty cloth. Um, so. It looks like a scarf. Don't feel racist. It okay. looks like a scarf. Well, yeah, we're yeah. Uh, and today it was a two hour announcement after that, um, the, the unveil. And they did like a two hour speech about, you know, what's in the bill, uh, who everybody who wrote it. And it's one hundred and thirty. What's in the box? Bill. Right. Right. What's yeah. in the bo- what's in the box? Yeah, here it is. No spoilers. One hundred and thirty four pages. 
that should hit the floor for debate in the House by July 4th. Uh, and what's included as of now in the or- original drafting is that uh, victims of police misconduct would be able to sue for damages, uh, civil suits. Uh, it would ban chokeholds uh, and require the use of body cameras by federal law enforcement officers, which, I mean, body cameras and stuff, that's, that's already happening a lot, a lot of and places. And chokeholds were already hopefully banned in most places. Maybe right? some mayor, places. Certain mayors have banned them, like in yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Or, or, right. Or, yeah. Good, so, good call, though. Definitely ban them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these things are at the federal level. They may already yeah, yeah. be in action at the local level, even if they're not, you know, federally mandated already. It would restrict military to police weapon sales uh, that currently go on. It would change the legal definition for the right uh, to use lethal force. And it would facilitate independent investigations of police departments that show patterns of misconduct. And so that's mm-hmm. there's a there's laundry list of things that it exactly includes. It's in there. But uh, that's the, the isn't su- there. Summary. There's one super important thing. I think like all those are good things, but they're not like it would get rid of uh, no knock uh, warrants. Yeah, that's good, too. But isn't there something that's great. But isn't there something about like the, the, the database so you can't have a the registry, bad, a bad cop go to another. Right. Town? That's the yeah. last part. Facilitating yeah. investigations of police yes. departments that show patterns of misconduct. That would mm-hmm. be uh, having a database that would you use to register like, you know, this is, um, yeah, this is what offenses. I like to call the, the anti-Catholic church rule, where when exactly Catholic, when a Catholic priest touches a kid, he just moves to a different city. That's like right. He gets he gets total, um, you know. Uh, whatever it's called, immunity or whatever, through the Catholic Church. You can even go to Vatican City and stay there and hold out for a while. This is saying if you if you do these bad things as a cop and you commit violence and you get in trouble and you get kicked off the force, you can't then just go to another police force in another city. Yeah. Right, which is kind of messed up because it's like, you know, they're essentially telling the priest, you tired of this batch of kids? Guess yeah. what? Got a fresh mm-hmm. one for you. Brand new. Right. You get it. You you want a new uh, grass is always greener. You want a new scenery. You want a better life. Go touch the kids over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is, you show. This you is show, a good thing. The police that they're doing to the police and the Catholic Church should enact this too. You hmm. show me a, a young vulnerable kid. I'll show you a priest who's tired of touching him. You know what I mean? Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that the the Dems really? I mean, this is great that they're that that they finally put something out there. But do you think that they want Trump to be the guy to pass this or do you think they're going to let it just well, and not pass it before the election? I mean, um, I don't think I don't think I I, uh, I think they kind of don't want Trump to be the guy to pass it. In my personally, well, I think uh, there's a lot of we're, we're about to get into it. But I think there's a lot of things that are setting up a very partisan debate on this. bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't add any uh, budget for police to accomplish these things. It also doesn't remove any police budget as the Democrats are seeking to move away in general from the defund police portion of the protest. Uh, But as of the time of this recording, uh, I hadn't seen much of an indication on how the Republicans are going to receive the bill. But I'm sure their coordinated response will begin at some point, considering there are no Republican co-authors. So you can probably guarantee it's not going to go down as is, Wes, and that it will be some sort of partisan uh, you know, effort to get to get through the negotiation yeah. of this bill. Nothing on um, mental health, huh? Nothing on like therapy and mental no, health. No, count- unfortunately, no. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my wife about that a little bit. We, we kind of think maybe it would be really hard to get that passed, you know, um, uh, just because of personal rights of the police. Um, anyhow, it doesn't mean uh, even though the Republicans haven't really replied exactly how they're going to respond to this does not mean that there are not already Facebook comments. So taking it to the Internet, we've got uh, Michael. Sperber on Facebook, nice last name, Sperber, uh, and he says, the worst crime is in Democrat cities and states. Nuff said. So 
Um, not, I don't think there was enough said there. I'm very confused about what he means. He's just saying that this is a Democrat problem and get your police bill out of my face is basically what he said. There was lots of comments about that. <laughs> LA, <lot>. New York. <laughs> lots of comments about that. A lot. Uh, I have one. I have one. Keep going. I have one when you're done. A comment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there are lots of positive ones in, in, in favor of it, too. But lots of people being like, well, Trump will veto it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, pretty much no matter what happens, uh, you know. I have one from at Alex Treebark. Um, this is in response to yesterday's show where I, I was like, I was asking why two cops got kicked off for pushing the 75 year old guy. Cause I thought only one cop pushed him. So mm. Alex Treebark says at hard factor, Mark, you idiot. The other officer that got fired was the commanding officer and told the officer who initially shoved the guy who had a rare moment of humanity and tried to help the old man not to help him. That's why he was fired. You dink. So he called me. He called me an idiot twice, and when I was asking, I just didn't know why the other guy was fired, and we assumed, you know, because he was uh, the well, guy. That, you, you guys know, answered. You. you said he, he was probably the guy that said, "Don't pick him up." So we answered it correctly. So hey, fuck you, Alex. This uh, <laughs> this stuff fires. This stuff fires people up, Mark. It's really yeah. really really yeah, serious. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Alex. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying. People are fired up at the at the top level. It looks like it looks like this is probably what sucks. Is that. This thing that should be like a bipartisan thing that should be like a healing thing for the country. It looks like to me is going to turn into like this like heated partisan debate where basically the Dems mm -hmm. are going to be like everybody doesn't support the bill is a racist. And then it's going to uh, become yeah. this like thing again. And, and, and it's, it's yeah. already getting ugly. So I, even COVID-19 was partisan. Everything's partisan these days. I do think that you either um, dismantle the police like Minneapolis did, but you don't. Or, or you fund the police and move it to these programs that make them better trained and stuff like that. Defunding the police really accomplishes nothing. Yeah. My, my cynical mind thinks the Dems are just going to keep putting things in the bill. They know the Republicans won't pass because they don't want Trump to be the guy yeah. to pass. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, but if they could somehow negotiate, I mean, that, that's what's going to be interesting to see, right? If the, if the Republicans are, are saying, well, we're willing, we're willing to work with some of these but not the others, and then to see the reaction because, yeah, it's, it does seem like partisan gamesmanship right now, which mm. is fucked up. I mean, this should be a bill that is, that is you know. Just... Wait till Rand Paul gets his hands on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Rand so. Edward Scissorhands Paul. No, I think this is going to be – this is going to get through, guys. That's my prediction. It's uh, This is the first time we're ever seeing kind of people coming together to say, hey, police brutality is messed up. First time so you got police chiefs coming out saying it's messed up. That's never that's the before. happy. That's the happy path. And that would be uh, cool. Um, you know, if, if everybody can come together and they can actually work out a version of this thing that, that's been submitted now that, that goes through and makes a positive difference for America. I just the tea leaves are looking like it's about to become a powder keg of mm. argument. And you know what's even worse, guys? Former Milwaukee County Sheriff David A. Clark, at Sheriff Clark, he said today, before long, Black Lives Matter will join forces with ISIS to being down our legal constituted republic. You heard it here first. So, Ooh. okay. Yeah. We don't want That's that happening. happening. Too. We, don't want, we don't want them teaming up with ISIS. That's you never know. <laughs> that you never know who's ISIS. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I always assume that you're ISIS you hear? until you prove otherwise to me. All right, guys. I wish I had better news for you on that one. I mean, they, they, the bill's here, right? Good. Yeah. That yeah, is good news. Great. That's okay, guys. A spokesperson for the World Health Organization, or as Trump refers to it as the WHO, announced on Monday at a media briefing in Geneva that the spread of COVID-19 by asymptomatic people is, wait for it, very rare. 
Very rare, guys. Very rare. Maria Van Kerkhove said, quote, from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. We have a number of reports from our countries who are doing very detailed contact tracing. They're following asymptomatic cases. They're following contacts, and they're not finding secondary transmissions onwards. It's very rare. She went on to say the word rare like four times. So what she's trying to say here is, if you read between the lines, asymptomatics, not spreading it, guys, not spreading it. So not spreading many of those droplets, not spreading the droplets. Wish we knew that a couple months ago. Uh, another nerd named Dr. Manisha. Well, it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, I mean, it still would have been a partisan debate where one party was like, lock it down. And the other party was like, no, I think that's what we've learned in 2020 is that no no matter what happens, no matter what happens, the case is a huge change. (laughs) I don't think everyone would have stared at each other. Like they had, uh, everyone had a giant case of herpes or like they're lepers, you know, like, uh, nah, this yeah. is bullshit. Our, uh, we would have been led astray. It would have been the, it would have been the same fucking thing. It would have been nice to know. It would have been nice. I beg to, know to that, differ. Yeah, Abe cinematic was that was the that was the ace in the hole. That was the potential unknown. That's what we you were. You could have camaraderie. You could have you could have gone you could have gone to the bar with your twenty five percent and be like, you're not coughing. You're Let's not coughing. I'm no, not coughing. We're not going to a coffin. This doesn't change much. In my you opinion. still would have had to have everyone get an antibodies test. Oh, for and, sure. And, yeah, it it would have everything would have been shut down. I'm just saying as a from a personal perspective, I would have probably not, you know, given the, the googly eyes to everyone. Yeah. Well, the people who have been the people who have been advocating to stay locked down for like multiple months after after we were totally done with the first bump. Yeah, I would say they've just gotten comfortable. Well, coming from the that, three nerds that haven't got antibody tests yet, why don't you get that? Come to my space. Another nerd gate guys named Doctor Manisha. Jahanti said, uh, "Um, not so fast, guys. Don't enjoy your summer quite yet." Uh, she oh. went on to say that asymptomatic doesn't mean pre-symptomatic or pashi-symptomatic. There's all these fucking symptomatics. Oh, but come pashi, on. symptomatic refers to having atypical or very mild symptoms. So, like, if you're a rarity, so there's like that's even like more rare. Uh, there's a situation where you have it. You're not asymptomatic. You're pa- I don't know what the fuck she's talking this about. This is like it's, pre- o- it's this over. Is like le- yeah, this is Let like levels go. of pre-cum. Yeah, it's, <laughs> everyone just everyone just wear a mask if you want to. You know. Preferably Just don't wash cough your on hands. people. Wash yeah. your hands. It's over. Everyone, everyone can go outside. Yeah. Point is, guys, buy that swimsuit you've been thinking about. I bet Donald Trump is yeah. having a hell of a time trying to figure out how he's going to spin this one after the organization he blamed for the spread of the pandemic uh, and cut its funding is now releasing information he likes. Wait, no, I'm sure he's not. He's just going to he, he doesn't give a shit because that's he's Donald Trump. Them. He was he like, he give... was like, I told you that two weeks ago. Ooh, mm-hmm. OK, guys, yeah. taking to the Internet. Top fan. Jeremy Carter says. I'm a plumber, and I could have told you basically everything WHO is now realizing when all this started. Uh, I like that. I like that. That's the uh, exact spin zone that you were mm -hmm, just asking what's going to be employed. Yeah. Yep. He could clear your toilet out, and he could tell you what's exactly going on. Oh, man. I I don't like the WHO. I've been bashing them since Jan 1. Well, no wonder they got defunded by us. I mean, like, look at that. You, You turn around and tell everybody. The exact opposite after you've been telling them something for five months. I mean, well, they figured it. I mean, like science happens at the speed of science. Well, you can't just know that you got to do studies and tests and shit. They've been flubbing it the entire time. Right. It sounds like it was a good idea to take away their money. 
Like they, like, took, it, they it, took way too long to say it was an issue. And then when it, when everyone knew it was an issue, they said it was a bigger issue than it was by saying asymptomatic people can spread it. Right. A comedy of errors from the WHO. Personally, yeah. I think it's dangerous to take their money. Lemony anyway. Snickets. <laughs> what were you saying, Wes? What's up, Wes? Well, you wouldn't, right, you we, wouldn't, you wouldn't like pay a guy. You're like, hey, plumber, can I, can I take a shit in this toilet? And they're like, no, definitely not. Not for five months. And then turns out you could have shit in the toilet the whole time. And you're going to pay that guy? And now well, you're really constipated. Will, are you telling me that, and I know you very well, are you telling me that a plumber tells you that you can't shit somewhere, that you're not going to, as soon as he's out the fucking door, well, you're going to Well, if he's telling, me that, if he's telling me that the toilet's broken and that I can't shit in it, otherwise I'll get shit all over myself and my house and all my loved ones, then yeah, I'm going to not shit yeah. in the toilet. And here comes the bucket. <laughs> the oh, actual scenario Will, would be you pacing, thinking about him telling you to not shit in that thing, being like, I bet I could shit in I it. I can't wait till he leaves. I'm going to shit right in that toilet. A All week right, later. No, no, no. No, I would, I would take his advice. Yeah, me too. Well, you trust plumbers, I don't. That's how we're different. Yeah. They care about their loved ones not getting shit all over them, Pat. Um, Why right, would fellas. they become plumbers then, Wes? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to something um, just as shitty. It's been a while, so I think it's time to check in on uh, the Epstein case. We have a, a couple new developments. First, any of you guys seen the Netflix miniseries Filthy Rich about this guy? This? What is up with this episode? We're going to Epstein next? Uh, uh, yeah, yep. Filthy Rich mm-hmm. is terrible. <laughs> right, it is bad, right? It's skin- same thing. He liked he liked young girls and massages and, and sex with young girls, and we get it. Um, he's a bad guy. So in this documentary, the filmmakers again highlighted the relationship between Prince, Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, and Jeffrey Epstein, and more importantly, Prince Andrew's relationship with Virginia Ruff- Guffrey, formerly Virginia Roberts, uh, the at the time 17-year-old girl who, remember, claimed that Andrew sweat like a pig during sex, oh, and yeah. whom he was photographed with along Epstein's fixer slash madam, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. But, um, Andrew, but Andrew had a condition back then after the right. war where he couldn't sweat. So he couldn't exactly. sweat. This is a horrible, yeah. horrible BBC interview that, that, that made yeah. him look more guilty. Yeah, he PTSD the, yeah. plus that which caused non-sweating. Yeah, yeah. Sweat. I don't sweat. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, yeah. That's that's the British version of the glove don't fit. You must quit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's an argument you can only get away with if you're a royal? Yeah, like, exactly. It was it was basically oh. fuck you. I, I'm a royal. Right. Yeah. The common man can't use the I have a don't sweat condition. In fact, I think he was rubbing in all of our faces (laughs) to show you that he's a royal because obviously, (laughs) you know, I'm uh, fucking with you. Yeah. It was a bit of a troll, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, He also said in the in the interview that he had some quotes, some seriously beneficial outcomes between him and his relationship with Epstein. Um, So six months ago, he was, of course, removed from his royal duties. And now the FBI is wondering when he's going to fucking make good on his promise to cooperate with them concerning the Epstein case, something that they claim Andrew has uh, made it look like he would do, but has not done so so far. Um, So back in January, U.S. attorney for Southern District, New York, um, uh, stood in front of uh, Epstein's New York mansion and claimed Andrew was basically ducking his promise to cooperate. He did the same thing in March and now again this week. Um, So this is three times where he's calling him out. And um, Prince Andrew's legal team has basically said, quote, the Duke of York has on at least three occasions this year offered his assistance as a witness to the U.S. Department of Justice. Unfortunately, DOJ has reacted to the first two offers by breaching their own confidentiality rules and claiming that the Duke has offered zero cooperation. In doing so, they are perhaps seeking public uh, publicity rather than accepting the assistance uh, preferred, uh, offered. So basically, I think it sounds like they have a, they maybe had a deal with um, Andrew that he might spill the beans, but that, that they weren't going to let the public know exactly what beans he spilt to incriminate himself. Immunity. Um, yeah. Right, basically. It's um, crazy that a royal is like one of the only guys still left alive that, that hasn't been like offed that could that could blow the whole whistle on the whole thing. 
Oh, you yeah. start a war by off in a royal will. You got to be really careful about that. So that's what I'm saying. What are they going to do? Like, it seems like everybody else surrounding nothing. this thing has, has been silent. He's somehow. nothing. He's uh, not going to. Yeah, he's not going to get in trouble at all. Is, is no, gonna he's, he's going to keep blaming them. And I think there could be some inside baseball. Hey, you do. You say we're, you know, violating this this deal. So you don't have to talk, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Um, so early, but also the DOJ uh, made a formal request to speak um, to the prince as part of Epstein's inquiry. Uh, they submitted something called an MLA, which is a mu- mutual legal assistance request to the U.K., and if the, um, if Prince Andrew doesn't um, you know come forward after that, then the UK courts could could haul his ass in and make him answer some questions, but probably not going to happen. Right, also, happen. Uh, meanwhile, where the fuck is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? She was the, the the person that has all the fucking answers and is probably dead by now um, because no one really knows where she is. Um, she was Just in a completely relation- disappeared, huh? Is that true? Of the I, earth, I, huh? I did I did a light little light googling when I was watching mm-hmm. the Epstein doc. She yeah. is a piece of human garbage. Oh yeah, she's just as bad in my book, and um, they don't know where she, she is for real. Like, like. So did you describe? She's the madam. She's, the, she's yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, she's the madam. She was yeah. Epstein's like a uh, girlfriend. Um, she brought girls in for him. She's just, like I said, she's just as much of a monster. She in would my comfort mind. the 16, 14, 15, yeah. 16 year old girls. She groomed them. Feel, them. The make scam them feel didn't at home, work. And yeah. then get them to have sex with him, and then she would also find the ones that would. Hmm. Would be yep. beneficial to find new ones their age since she was in her forties and she's not great at finding sixteen year olds. Sixteen year olds are better at finding sixteen year olds. But so she she, she was to, the she yeah. was the beard right. She was the beard for Epstein because she was she was his wife. So like if you were sending your kid over there, right. you're like oh no, yeah, she, it's the she, wife is the wife there. Nothing she comforted the parents yep. if these people had them. Because a lot of them are runaways, and then she also yeah. comforted the runaways and the girls and all this stuff. Yeah, right. They, a lot of them came from broken homes and yeah. abuse and all that kind of shit. So it's terrible. Um, so no one knows where she is. Her last sighting was in August in 2019 at an In and Out Burger in L.A. Um, the son, good sighting. She's, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the the, the son, which is like, I think a British publication, has offered ten thousand mm-hmm. pounds or thir- nearly thirteen thousand dollars for information that leads to finding this woman. Um, her uh, people have said that she's hiding out at her uh, family's chateau in France, and maybe the fact that her she's worth nearly 1.9 billion because her dad was a media mogul um, and operated a bunch of British tabloids um, could be you know that's a, that's some could, stay gone money. Ten thousand um, pounds? Could you imagine putting yourself in the middle of this fucking shit show where trillionaires are trying to kill everyone yeah. involved for ten thousand pounds? I think no I think, thanks. Though- Part of the deal with her was her dad was a media mogul, went broke, and that's where her her symbiotic relationship began with Epstein because he was providing for her the lifestyle she was super used to. I don't know if she's like – I don't know if he was – at one point it was estimated maybe 1.9. Maybe they are broke. I don't know. I doubt they're hmm. totally broke. At one, at 1.9 million, that's a lot of money to lose. But anyway, she's like gone. seems like she would have a lot of dirty money still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's gone. No one knows where the fuck she is, and she has all the answers – um, so we'll keep you updated on, on Andrew and, and if they ever find her. Um, but hey, let's let's take it over some to, to some some better stuff, guys. Hey, you know what grandparents absolutely love is gifts. What? Yeah. Huh? Uh, Tell me. Yeah. Well, framed pictures potpourri, of the grand potpourri. Oh, framed pictures. From college. Oh. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pictures. Great. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Mark. Framed pictures ah. of their grandchildren. It's a hit every time, but you know, we'll really blow them away. A painting of their grandkids. Let's face it. Paintings are just classier than pictures. They really warm up a home. Sure. Pictures are great for putting on the TV stand or bedside table, but what you want to, uh, something to hang proudly under the wall. It's gotta be a painting. That's where paintyourlife.com comes in. Uh, get a professional hand painted portrait, create 
created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Quick and easy process. Get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks by a professional artist. Makes the perfect birthday, anniversary, Father's Day, uh, Christmas, for grandparents' gift. Mean, meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. Um, when I ordered my parents a picture for my son for Mother's Day, my mom was blown away. Uh, she's told me several times that everyone comes to the house, asks where she got it from. She never remembers the name of the company, so I get a text every other week about it. It's PaintYourLife.com, Mom. Please save it in your phone and stop bothering me. I love you. Um, Wait, at pay- Wes, did you sign your name on the painting, though? Because that would have been that's, – that's also pretty now, sick if you did that. I got it, I got it shipped right to her, and, oh, and she okay. knows I do not have well, no artistic ability. That's something you can ability. do, guys. You can do that. You can pass these paintings off as your own, which is that like a second level. That takes it to the next level. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that, that's actually a good idea, Pat, but um, Thanks, you got to get bud. it shipped to you first. Yeah. Um, so at Paint Your Life. Yeah, you're you're going to have to do that to your grandparents because your parents are going to know you didn't pick up an art habit. Right. They haven't seen me in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, at paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word FACTOR to 64000. That's FACTOR to 64000. Text FACTOR to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Nice ones. You know one thing coronavirus has taught us, guys? Cities are overrated. Cities are overrated. I said it. Uh, Weed and essential workers are underrated. And overpopulated cities are overrated. This isn't just in the U.S. And I'm looking at you, New York. This is globally. People found this out in uh, uh, in China as tens of millions of factory jobs were lost during the outbreak. And now, as a result, a large group of people are moving back to the country from like the 10 New York sized cities they have over there. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of those people are turning to farming, like wheat farming in particular and, and some other types of farming. Now, as the factories are still decimated and they can't get their jobs back. Um, so there's a problem there, though, as well, because there's not a lot of um, well, there's not a lot of disease like COVID-19 out in the country. There's also not a lot of money out there. Uh, so China's unemployment rate, like the U.S., obviously skyrocketed during the past several months. But they don't really give an accurate number on their unemployment. Uh, shocker. So it's hard to they, tell they how high it is. They anticipate it'll be a longer it... lasting. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm wondering. I'm thinking more this has people, something. To... Bigger. What's up, Pat? Well, I was saying I think this has something to do with my reflective tracksuit that I ordered that I still have not received. Absolutely, Pat. They're not exporting a lot. They're not. All the factories are shut down. If it was made in China, that's probably why you haven't received it. Uh, China's emperor for life. <laughs> Xi Jinping uh, has made it a goal of his to eradicate rural poverty by the end of this year. This was like a long term goal of his that he's been talking about for a while. Um, But that's now in jeopardy as, uh, you know, 50 million people are now um, extra people are now rural. Uh, By the way, what they considered a poverty line and eradicating 50 million people moved from cities to the country. 50 million people are now extra or now rural. Um, wow. that, that used to work in the city. Some of these what people a big country. live rural, it's crazy but they commuted. Think, now yeah. they're not commuting. They're staying. Um, by the way, the poverty line, there's $324 a year. That's wow. That, a that's year? A that's year. two of my sweatsuits. Yes. That's what they consider poverty over there. Yeah, Americans, to that. Americans who haven't um, traveled to, um, you know, any, anywhere outside the States, like you really don't know how good you got it here. For well, sure. There was already 5.5 million people under the poverty line prior to this, and now 50 million less people are commuting to the city and staying rural. So they got a big problem over there. It is interesting to think about, though, guy. What's guys? What's a better life: being broke in a rural area or being broke in the city? 
Brr. I think broke in a city because you can bum, leave, you can bum I'll off more you, people. I'll leave, you, I'll leave you at that. I would have agreed with Pat up until 2020. I'm going rural now. Internet's everywhere, dude. All right. That's it. Yeah. You ever seen Mark swing a pickaxe? You got to chill. <laughs> I, you don't need, well, I, don't need, yeah. I don't need to swing a pickaxe. Right. Cultivate. If you want to dig a hole, you do. I don't need they to have lighters. They have lighters now. Yeah. Wait, what do you need a pickaxe pick for? I guess for it does lighter fire. Holes? Tough soil? But pickaxe? Wouldn't you be like mining or something? Oh, tough, yeah, yeah, digging is mining mm. technically, Mark. I mean, we'll, Why do I need a pickaxe? Why don't I have one of those like hole digging apparatus? That's yeah, why you'd be a shitty, digger. The fact yeah. that you even have to yeah. ask that question is why you die of starvation trying to be a farmer. No, I just answered it for me. I know what, what tool I would use to dig a hole. It wouldn't be is a pickaxe. Is it called an auger? I don't, I don't know, Pat. I, I you're, for, you're not invited. You're not invited to my posts. rural area. You're not invited to my. I don't, I don't want your condescending soil. ass out out in the rural area where I'm trying to chill. I'm gonna be well, full Pat did choose city, <laughs> so yeah, mood argument. Grew myself. Mo- mo- yeah, Pat will be in the city. Pat's in the city. All right, uh, Mark's enjoying himself in the country, and we should all enjoy ourselves over at Predict It. Don't forget to go to predictit.org/promo/hardfactor20 to get your first twenty bucks matched on us in the stock market of politics, so that you can bet on these upcoming election outcomes with us. And what do we have today, fellas? Keisha Bottoms. That's right. Yeah. Mayor of Atlanta making a serious run for the VP nod. Uh, her and Val Demings are now both in a very comfortable number two and number three spot right behind Kamala Harris, the favorite. Uh, and as you guys know, we've all got money on this. Uh, it's still like plus 300 to buy both Demings and Bottoms together. Uh, oh, whereas Harris, nice. yeah, whereas Harris, the favorite is uh, plus one ten uh, by herself. So it's like you know, it's a great time to be to be looking at that VP market. Um, positive odds all over the place. Uh, you know, basically, even if you're going with the favorite, uh, it's good. Um, also, the incumbent uh, Donald Trump in the presidential general election is trading at a multi-month low, forty-five cents right now. That's about plus one ten. For those who are who are wanting to bet on a repeat over a Biden win, Biden is officially the significant favorite. I think he's about negative 150, uh, both predicted and pretty much every other book. Again, that's predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 matched on us and get in on the action. If Bottoms wins, I might be able to make my rural dreams come true and buy a little piece of land. You know, what there I mean? you go. Yeah. yeah, I might buy a couple couple weeks, but you're still going to be dead. But buy a bunch of tools that I'll send to yeah, Pat and ask him to tell me what these her, are. Bottoms by herself is, I think, like plus eight hundred right now. So it's like, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, you know, what, Mark, because I'm a good friend, I'll, I'll, I'll teach a man to fish. Guys, the newest you're branch. Not, you're not the, coming out to my rural area. Well, then I'll come out after you're dead, and I'll claim it as your next akin. The newest branch of the military, <laughs> guys. Might have made a boo-boo when it was crossing its T's and dotting, dotting its I's. And that's because the Netflix series that is based on and shares the same name as the newest military branch has secured the trademark of the name Space Force uh, in Europe, Australia, Mexico, and pretty much everywhere else in the world, X North mm. America. Oh, shit. That's fucking dumb. Uh, little background here, guys. When you're launching any sort of large-scale uh, endeavor, call it a business, call it a branch of the military, You want to make sure to get the trademark everywhere. Uh, The trademark allows you to do business on the name uh, and the logo of Space Force. And for some reason, Space Force didn't think to trademark Space Force except in North America. So, yeah, whoops. 
Uh, Netflix did, though. Those bastards. Currently, the Air Force guys owns the uh, a patent pending, a pending, not patent pending, but a trademark pending application. They're fucking pending. Whereas whereas Netflix's application went through. Wait a minute. Uh, how does how does this end? Are they going to have to pay Netflix like a hundred million dollars royalties to use the name? That's pretty yeah. much how it. Okay, so here here's how it could work, right? So trademarks work in categories. Where like you can get a trademark, for example, like uh, if I wanted to get like if I say my catchphrase is "Mark sucks at farming," right? I could put that on a T-shirt, right? And that would be one category, apparel. And then I could say "Mark sucks at farming," and I could make uh, shitty uh, <laughs> like figurines of Mark failing at farming. That say "Mark yeah. sucks at farming" at the. It'll say, that's it'll a say different Mark- category. <laughs> Mark's having a 10 times better time out in the farm with his cats than Pat is in the city being a jackass getting COVID-19 tests right. cuz he's an so idiot. Th- then I c- I could yeah. make a I could make a short I film do that one. or a feature length <laughs> film entitled yeah. Mark Sucks at Farming. Right. Uh, from the city the- from the city you could do that when you're having a miserable time. <laughs> so, yeah. so okay, yeah, and so and so how does this yeah. So long story yeah. short, fucking mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's just bad lawyering that they didn't get the trademark okay. everywhere in the world. So pretty much but aren't they just going to force them into giving them the trademark? I mean, it's they can't yes. do that. They can't they're do going, that. They're going to get it uh, one way or the other. They're going to get it. I think they're going to have to pay, but they're going to get it. Probably. There might powerful. not be marked confusion. Probably the only thing will actually mean is that like uh, Netflix can sell Space Force gear, probably X United States and uh, make cash on it. United States can't do anything about it. Um, anyway, guys. Yeah, that's pretty much what that means. Whoops. That's Not pretty good. cool. Also, uh, I feel like I'm playing a hand, uh, helping Netflix a little bit here. I have a uh, PS4 for gamer tag, Major Space Force. And so I was considering getting rid of that because I thought it was stolen valor at this point. But now Netflix. Well, is yeah. that N.A.? Is that N.A.? Because if you, if, you like, if you do a different continent. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so, Will, if your soldier is not yeah. an American soldier. Then you're good. You're fine. That's you're what I'm saying. Not, you're it's not just an Australian out. character now. 100. Yeah, yeah. You're you not go. violating. Yeah. Now you're violating Netflix's trademark there, though. Well, but that's the thing is it's uh, that's, yeah, but that's not know. really stolen valor because that's a comedy show. As that's true. To- I don't feel like I'm stealing Steve Carell's yeah. valor. I feel like I this day okay. kind of turned up for you. Will this day got a yeah, lot better for you? I don't have yeah. to change. I was I, I yeah I was I was worried about that. Okay, there you go. Game tag on. So I read is my that, uh, the, I read my ad early. So okay, yeah, no no worries. Hey guys, a seven year old giant panda escaped the Copenhagen Zoo in Denmark recently. Mm. Giant panda, hard to miss, right? Um, Zing Zer Zing Er, who had only been in the Copenhagen Zoo for less than a year on loan from Beijing, China, uh, and I guess he didn't like his new home because uh, because surveillance footage showed him shimmying up a metal pole that was <laughs> studded with three rows of electrical electrical wires, but misplaced, I guess, because uh, they didn't stop him. And then when he hmm. got to the top of the pole, he just went out to the garden and it was free from the panda house. Wow. So he just got right out of that panda house, which was a brand Sounds new Sounds like facility. a fun time. You know, Man, oh, yeah. no one. No one probably told this guy that because they probably drugged him when they moved him from China to Denmark. And probably no one told him that he was not in China anymore. And he would have just stayed put He's happy pissed. in that cage. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get to Copenhagen. Don't worry. But I mean, the facility was brand new. 160 million kroner or twenty four million dollar panda house uh, that was designed by an idiot that d- didn't know pandas could climb, I guess. Uh, also in the panda house was female panda Mao Sun who Zing Er left behind. So I guess they don't get along. Pandas are notoriously difficult with these relationships. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's a gay panda. Don't hold your breath for any baby pandas, guys. So what if he is? 
It took the one guy like 10 years care. to have Same. sex with the girl a couple months ago. I mean, it and, was. Well, he was stage fright, remember? Because it was right when, COVID, confidence. right when COVID came and no one was allowed in the zoo, he started humping away. This guy's but, like, I'm getting out of here. I don't like this woman. No, absolutely. So, she um, must be by terrible. the way, any babies they would have if, and potentially will have are property of China as part of the loan agreement. So, um, China's Off to like, a bad start, get, though, honestly. China's like, the get them back, in the, get the back in the panda house, you idiots. Uh, zoo hmm. spokesman Banked Holst said the park now ha- was looking at making changes to the security around the enclosure to ensure that it does not happen again. Uh, that's nice of them. Like, throw you a lost million... a fucking panda. It doesn't yeah, happen throw, again? <laughs> throw a Freeman kroner, more kroner, into keeping those pandas inside your weird zoo, you weirdos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bullshit response we assure you guys yeah. this is not gonna happen again we're not gonna lose another panda but what are you uh, doing are you do- are you actively working on it because couldn't you just shimmy up again like what like do- what are they doing it seems like a how about metal you find roof. a fucking panda oh they found him they found it they, they found far. him and they shot him full of darts and then they tr- <laughs> they shot him full of darts and tranquilized him and carried his lifeless body back into the panda house right next to Mao's son that's gonna make that's gonna to. make him want to have sex yeah, yeah exactly right, yeah. Mao's <laughs> son's not gonna want to fuck him again because he's like, like, like I I told you. I told you. You try to get away from me. By the way, there's. I think we're getting to the roots of it. Copenhagen gives me the creeps. I watched the Copenhagen episode of Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. He's like the guy that created. Uh, Love that. Uh, he's like everybody like, loves Raymond. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. He's like the Larry David guy. <laughs> um, and it's an amazing show. But the the Copenhagen gave me major cult vibes. Like, well, don't Denmark. Like don't they have the don't they have the dolphin killing or the or the whale killing thing? The festival there isn't that Denmark? I mean, they have a lot of. I, that's Japan. It, it gives me, yeah, that's definitely Japan. I mean, but it could be. I, I think could they also, have one. I think they also, have one. Also, and, and yes, also Norwegian uh, it, countries definitely kill the shit yeah. out of whales. But um, God, you just watched this episode. I've watched all of them. They, they, it gives me really creepy vibes. Um, they have like a fifty percent tax rate, but everything's free there, like healthcare and everything. Uh, it's like super, super clean and way too friendly. Uh, apparently, according to like the host, like that from Copenhagen that were showing. Um, fill around they said that they were like up until like 15 years ago they were extremely strict and religious and they didn't have anything like not even like movie theaters and shit it was just insanity no fun and now in the past 15 years they've just decided to start having fun and there hmm. is a strange vibe going on in Copenhagen well, it is they the seem place very has, friendly they it seem is very the friendly place. but yeah. Yeah, there's the a traditional I... whale hunting process that they yeah First time I ever sent a band over there, first day European tour, got a phone call. I said, how'd it go? Someone said, I got a finger up my asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, they they, they start Copenhagen Border Patrol. Really? Yeah. Um, Jump jump right up there. Now it's like a bunch of like uh, like virgins, adult virgins realizing how to how to like party. And it's got a weird vibe. It reminds me of like a town keeping secrets to like the town in Hot Fuzz. It's got that type of vibe. (laughs) Um but anyways, uh, the panda's back in the Copenhagen Zoo, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Make sure you tune into the Hard Factor radio show on Sirius Barstool Power 85. We have the second ever listener debate uh, today, and this time it's Jackson P., a two-time Team Mark Boat Race contestant against the one and only Big Ounce, and you're not going to want to miss that at 11 a.m. to noon Eastern today. What else? I mean, keep spreading the word, please. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, go to YouTube. Hard, at Hard Factor News um, and and leave a comment for us, which we will read like Ron Burgundy style. If you go to Apple Podcast, uh, like shirt. from a teleprompter, buy a shirt. Sure. Uh, we love you all and appreciate the support you give us. And one last thing. Have a great fucking day.
Bitch, with the V in the family. Credit cards in the scams. Hitting the licks in the van. Legacies, family. Wayne City, like a panda. Going out like a Montana. Honey killers on the hands. Legacies, family. Wayne City, family. Pockets full, Danny. Selling ball, candy. Men on the macho like Randy. The chopper go out for granted. This nigga bullet your family. Hope the killers understand. I got broads in Atlanta. Twisted the V in the family. Credit cards in the scams. Hitting the licks in the van. Legacy, fan. Why is it look like a fan? Going like a Montana. Honey killers on the hand. Legacy, fan. Why is it? Peggy Swoop, Danny. Celebrate, candy. Man, I'm the macho like Randy. The chopper go out to the ground.